I'm Mike. I'm Keith. I'm Vic. And I'm Bear. We are the Dream Home Experts. Come visit us at thedreamhomeexperts.com. <laughs> I don't have no idea what happened here. Yes. We are the Dream Home Total Experts meltdown. coming to you from Quiet Cool Studios, produced by Slipstream Studios. You can find us on 216.net, bringing you your daily dose of encouragement. You can also find us on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Mike. I'm Keith with the Smoking Griddle Boys. I'm Bear with Gold Shield Services. I'm Vic with Slipstream Studios. And we have a special guest in the studio audience here. Usually only need this person when I have a speeding ticket, which happens more often than it shouldn't. But I want to welcome in Matt. Matt, you want to introduce who you are, who you're with, and go from there? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me today. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this. Um, Matt Herbeck, Kramer and Herbeck, basically, uh, we're a full-service residential real estate. Oh, sorry. We're full-service residential real estate law firm, basically taking you from the point in which you get a contract on your property, you put an offer in, and get it accepted all the way through the point when you get some keys or a lump sum of money, hopefully. Man, there's so much that goes into a house. Perfect. And you can't handle the truth. Yeah, you can't <laughs> handle it, apparently. I'd like to know anybody that can quote that movie out there right now because uh, it's probably anybody? one of the best classic What is that from? There. Even in the TikTok world. Yeah. Anybody? Really? I'm not going to continue it's with the it. Best. There's a whole bunch of fun lines on that one as well. So we'll try to go through there and there, and, and there as well. So welcome in, Kiki. Thank you so much for joining. Welcome in, Ted, too. Thank you so much. Always an avid listener. Appreciate that, bud. Can't thank you enough for joining in. Um, Ted already says right there, I need a real estate er attorney in my networking marketing company. Yeah, Let's do it. Sounds good. There Not you go. a problem. See, yeah. Can't beat that at all. Let's go. So like I was saying, I mean, hey, there's a lot that goes into buying a house, right? There's a mm -hmm. lot of steps that kind of go in and we talk about it all the time and what ways you should be doing different things. Um, what's your expertise? What's your go-to for what people should be hiring you for? Yeah. So, I mean, real estate law, it's one of those things where um, it's a lot of cooks in the kitchen. There's a lot of people involved in what generally is probably the biggest purchase or the biggest sale or just basically a big event in somebody's life. Um, always good to have an attorney or somebody in there that's kind of got your back and, and is taking a look at things from an outsider's perspective um, to a point where like, even when I have my own transactions, I have my business partner to handle it. Cause you just don't look at things the same way when it's affecting you yourself emotionally or however it is. So, um, but our, our, main services, our core services are really um, contract review. So really real estate attorneys get involved in real estate transactions in Illinois when um, the contract's been executed. So when a buyer and a seller have agreed on a price, that's kind of when they really step in and, and we then look at that contract and make modifications to it pair, help people, uh, help people kind of understand what they've signed and what they're getting themselves into. And, uh, and then just, uh, ultimately preparing paperwork, going through things like that and, and getting us to the point in which, uh, again, the end's near and sometimes it comes smoother than others, but we try and make it smooth as always. So you say you do a lot of reading. And a lot of reading. Yeah. I'm reading a lot. Um, definitely. I mean, I'm talking on the phone a lot too. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, reading constantly. 
I, I can only do it if there's pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was some more pictures involved in real estate. Not going to lie. Just give me picture illustrations fun. of what yeah. you're talking about. Sounds good. Welcome in, Jen. Ryan Schmidt for the win right there. A few good men. So true. Uh, Kiki, 100% right, too. A few good men. A wonderful, wonderful movie. I uh, can't beat that stuff as well. So one of our classics on there as well. Can't beat that. Um yeah, I mean, talk about what about you? What about your life? Do you yeah. married kids? Yeah. So I am. <laughs> yes, I am married. Uh, uh, my my wife Jenny. Um, basically, we got married in 2019. Okay. So actually, Congrats. coming up here, yeah, it'll be three years here coming up April 27th. Congratulations! So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was a uh, it was a 60 degree day on April 26th of 2019. I played some golf, oh, and then and then the lawyer. 27th <laughs> there was snow, and we got like five inches. It was insane. So, um, <laughs> oh, so you never you God. never know. I mean, it's this area, but. Um, yeah, so wife, um, no kids yet. Um, at some point, we'll see how, how life plays out. And um, uh, yeah, really just uh, like like my sports. I like watching, playing, anything that keeps me active and having some fun here uh, is, is kind of my go-to. So how long was like the the vows being a lawyer that you are? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't ever sign any contracts beforehand. I mean, so I mean, maybe a little tempted, but no, yeah, you hold off on that. It generally doesn't work out as well as uh, as we'd like it to. So no, it's I have a all, all good. Jokes. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah no, hey, keep them so. keep them coming. I like them. Really Ted, uh, we'll get uh, Matt your information there. Appreciate you showing it up and everything right, as well. So thanks. Thanks on there. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. What do I got? Yeah. So I do have a question. Um, do you need a real estate attorney for a simple transaction? No. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no. No. What a dick. Hey, your job's yeah, do 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 not needed, by the way. <laughs> do I, do I need a lawyer when I go to Starbucks <laughs> and get a cup of coffee? I, I don't mean, know. Not maybe. today, but maybe 10 years from now. I mean, hey, five probably. Years, Somebody won a lawsuit now, back in the day for doing some whatever. hot coffee. Yeah, I think that was hot coffee. with McDonald's. Yeah. McDonald's. Yeah, absolutely. Starbucks on the way. I don't like the coffee cup color, so I'm going to sue for that. So <laughs> It's only a matter of time before that happens, I'm sure. Somebody's tried. Uh, you can sue anyone for anything, unfortunately, even if it's not, uh, even if it's not supposed to happen. Yeah, oh, yeah. Nice. Um, but, um, but nonetheless, uh, you, you, here's the thing. I tell people you don't need a real estate attorney to do your transaction if things go perfectly smooth. But if I had a dollar for every time a transaction went perfectly smooth – I'd probably have about a dollar, a couple, few, few bucks. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> right. It's uh, unfortunately there's too many. Again, there's so many people involved. So we kind of look at it. And we look at it as almost like we're quarterback in a transaction, making things sure things are going the direction they're supposed to. And if they're not, kind of jumping in and making sure that hey, we get it back uh, either on track or where it's supposed to be heading. Um, and and unfortunately that happens a lot. So I mean, while I while I don't totally disagree with you, I, I do I do say that there's been too many horror stories that people then yeah of course on her, but. But yeah, so I'm mean, always going to be the horror story. Right? You got to, yeah, you got to, you got to create. We're we're creating that uh, that ability to be be something for somebody, and and sometimes you, you finish a transaction, you look back and you say, wow, that was really simplistic. Um, but then for every simplistic one, there's there's so many that are just not that way, and uh, whether they get into a situation where both the buyer and seller decide to go their separate ways because it just doesn't work out, or uh, or they eventually work it out, and that's where we're all in it. We want to make sure that we want to help people get to their end goal because we know one person wanted to buy it at some point. And the seller wanted to sell it to that person at some point. So let's let's keep it in that that kind of avenue. But yeah. Yeah. Nice. There's a lot of scam artists out there, right? <laughs> I mean, like at the end of the day, like if you look at if anybody's ever purchased like a house, like actually, you know, 
bought a house, not rented a house or not, you know, had a family member buy a house for them or anything, but actually sat down and gone through the entire process from start to finish the paperwork. I want to kill somebody by the end of it. I literally, you know, and it, it, at one point you're just sitting there signing, like you don't even know what it is, but at the yeah. same point, that's your mm-hmm. world, right? Yeah. There's a lot of legalities that are in there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things to protect certain people. And is all lawyers the same when it comes to real estate law? Yeah, I, I mean, guess. Yeah, I mean, like every profession, um, <laughs> just like every HVAC yeah, guy, right. is the same, right? Hey, they don't have to go to. They don't have a bar to pass. So yeah, I mean, I'm just saying that is true. So got I don't know. Like you know, you have good lawyers and bad lawyers. I know that absolutely. There's their laws in place for for the real estate part of it that pr- protect the consumer, I guess. The yeah, the good, absolutely. And a good real estate attorney, people that are are good at their job, because again, we all know people in every profession, profession that's not good. Um, so that being said, real estate attorneys, no different. That being said, we do have a lot of real estate attorneys that are, are good at what they do. And they follow very similar principles to what I would follow in terms of what we are looking for. Cause again, we know what's normal and what you're going to see on a consistent basis. Mm -hmm. And and then, then when you don't, when you see something new, that's different, that's where the expertise kicks in and we're like, all right, I know how to handle this just based on the fact that I've been doing this a while and, and, and seeing things, or at least know how to kind of address problems that I haven't seen too. Um, but ultimately I would say, um, it's, it, it's just, there's a lot, there's just a lot of things that go into it. So I guess following the certain procedures and when you're doing real estate transactions, they tend to follow the same, the same structure. If you follow the contract and you look at the dates and you don't miss dates and you do things like the, the kind of the real pedestrian level of it, mm-hmm. then you're on the right track at least. And then it's all the other stuff of just gaining knowledge of doing it and becoming experienced in it where you start to handle other kinds of little things. I have a question up. that comes up all the time yeah. for me. Um, we obviously, when we get brought into a transaction, it's, you know, either it's a plumbing end of things or it's the HVAC end of things or the electrical ends of things. I get this immediate panic from the real estate agent and from the buyer about getting evaluations back, like estimates back and being able to give like that immediate, like, Hey, I need to get a credit on a sale and I need it by, you know, (laughs) three o'clock today. And it's like, Hey, we got to look at municipalities. We got to look at code. We got to like, what's, is, is there, is there like a, across the board because I keep hearing they're like oh by law they have to have it in by day three but we can't get out there and it's like a a Friday and they're putting a purchase in there and they're doing contracts or whatever they're doing for it because honestly I'm just like I don't understand why this is so difficult but they're like we need you here by Monday at at eight o'clock and it's got to be back by nine or else we're going to lose the sale. Yeah. So there's uh in, 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 we're just going to say the standard real estate contract, which is the multi-board 7.0 currently right now. And in that contract, there's a five-day attorney review period. <clears throat> that five-day attorney review period basically gives us from the date in which that contract's been accepted and five business days from that date, yeah. we have an ability to send out modifications to that contract. Typically speaking, because the contract is more seller friendly, mm-hmm. modifications generally only come from the buyer side. Um, but in addition to that, and, and while today's real estate market's a little different. <laughs> Typically speaking, people are doing know. inspections and ultimately when that inspection's done, hopefully within that first five days, just kind of keep things moving along, things pop up on that inspection report. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, not all inspectors really give 
great guidance, but they give enough guidance to say there's a problem there. Well, obviously, then when we when they when the client hears, oh, there's a problem there, they want to figure out what it is. Yeah. So they look to a contractor, they look to somebody that's an expert that knows what they're doing when it comes to that specific element. Yeah. And unfortunately, that five day attorney review period doesn't stop for that. So agents and just people in general need it now, got to have it now. And and with estimates. The attorneys are always trying to give those realistic expectations. So we talked about that a little bit. And ultimately, realistic expectations are what people need to have and understand. Because sometimes sure. if if it's not now and I'm not getting it now and I'm not getting my way, then they're upset. And, yep. and so that's where setting those expectations is always important. Right. And how has it truly been for you throughout this whole COVID process? Because I have that experience where I've, I've bought a house and during the mm-hmm. pandemic, it's like I had to sell to buy yeah. It's like hot seat. Let's go. We can't. We got to keep going. Yeah. And and I'm assuming that you were killed. Just stupid busy. Yeah, absolutely. Last couple of years. I mean, it's. I mean, it's one of those things where obviously we never want to have <laughs> situations like that. It's not good for just people, health, the whole nine yards. But at the end of the day, so stressful. Yeah. At yeah. the end of the day, it generated so much business. People. It, anytime you have situations where it kind of gets people off their butt a little bit, it makes people think differently. It makes people just changes their overall daily routines. You get certain situations where like it changed the interest rates a lot. It dropped them to get people in. It, now they're rising back up again. It got people off their butts to kind of yeah. say, hey, I got to purchase. Now's the time. It's like a lot of people when it comes to like estate planning, they're going to be like, oh, well, hey, I can do that next year. There's no there's no deadline. Well, real estate's got a lot of deadlines in it. And ultimately, that's when we have to. <laughs> I saw one of those uh, real estate uh, uh, interest rate uh, billboards uh, off of the Kennedy today. <laughs> Like f- almost five percent. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, just it's just, dude. I I love how like real estate <laughs> agents crazy to my real estate agents, and we're sponsored by one who's an awesome person. Lindsay yeah. isn't knocking you at all, but I love the fact now, and I've been waiting for it. Right, so interest rates started to go up, and I'm like, I wonder how they're going to market this three and a half percent to seven percent. Like, <laughs> right. how are you going to make this right now time to buy? Yeah. And they have, and they've done a good job of it. And I'm just like, wow, okay, yeah, now's the time to buy. It might be ten percent next week. I'm like, what are you? What are you talking about? Wait a second. It's always like, going to be more. It's next always going to be something. It's like the stock market. When people, when when something's going down and tanking, everyone wants to roll out. They want to get out. They want to be done with it. Right. When the same thing with the real estate market. When it's going up, people are like, oh god, we got to get in. Now's the time to get in. And you never because it's going to go higher. And they just keep saying it's going to go higher. And I mean, again, we could get back to what with the eighties. I think it was. I want to say it was like twelve percent or something. Oh my gosh. I mean, nope. so who knows? Right. And, but early eighties. Yeah. Yeah. Something. But. Yeah, just buy it now. It's okay. Just buy it. <laughs> just buy now. Yeah, just buy now. Yeah. Obviously, real estate is not trying to make any money on stuff at all. The good so. news is you do buy now, then you, then you can refinance later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you only yeah. bank double for your house. That's all. Okay. Two years <laughs> from now, and it's at 18, we'll be like, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, look at Ken's. Ken's oh, uh, here Ken we go. Ken's Jones in here. All right, go ahead. Do you want to yeah, oh, yeah, talk about that? He's locked and loaded here. That is, ahead, true. that is true, Kent. I can't read that. Oh, I got you then. Uh, what is your position on municipalities saying that homeowners cannot buy investment properties for Airbnb? Isn't that crossing the line of what you can do with my property? And then Kent, we'll get to your next question in a second. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. Uh, I'm a. I'm kind of a big proponent of it's. It's yours. You own it. You should be able to do what you want with it. Right. But obviously, there's a lot of people involved in the neighborhoods and stuff. So that's where hey, you buy something that's got 20 acres and you're kind of on your own. There's gonna be less people looking at you. But when you're on a quarter acre lot sitting right next to somebody else, unfortunately, there's a lot of people that. Um, 
look at other people and, and they don't necessarily focus on their own lives to better themselves. They want to figure out how yeah. to make somebody else. So um, I agree with you. Uh, you should be able to do what you want there. Unfortunately, you buy into neighborhoods, whether it's into a homeowners association or it's in your case, you're saying a municipality telling you what to do. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's government telling us what we can and cannot do. And the more we <laughs> allow them to do that, the more they're going to continue to do it because it's power over somebody. Yeah. Whole nother discussion. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Vanessa, <laughs> welcome into the show too. Thank you so much for joining in and Kent's knocking me already so let's see here first of all the realtor doesn't have anything to do with interest rates you're not incorrect on that yeah your mortgage uh professions are the ones selling the money so <laughs> and we've had Kent on the show for um real estate yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, mortgage. You had a awesome. broker question, didn't you, before? I can't yes. Yeah, so um, okay, why cool. do you need a real estate broker real estate broker for my trans transaction? Yeah. Again, there there's standard things that everyone in the transaction is important. As as Ken pointed out, they're in control of the money and what they're doing in terms of getting out rates and stuff. Well, agents have their area and their niche in terms of getting them to one a contract, getting that contract written, making sure that people understand what they're what they're essentially signing to. And then in, again, any kind of major kind of, I don't want to say major, but any kind of little areas, that's where the, and the attorney can kind of advise and, and aid them in that process also post the contract being signed. But from a standpoint of that first initial kind of guidance, it, 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 there's nothing like having somebody on your side from the get-go in again in what is a very big purchase in most people's lives probably the biggest one they're making so to have that person next to you to say hey yeah what's happening is normal here this is this is it just gives that reassurance and i think in a society where a lot of us leak reassurances whether it's just somebody telling you or you're paying to get insurance on something we we i mean we pay for their that some guy offered me a best Scam. buy insurance on like a five dollar dvd yes. or something i'm like no i think i'm good if it breaks i'll be all right DVD. so it's, it's just there's certain things so i think that that's uh something that real estate agents offer that kind of does doesn't really it goes un unnoticed or is just that extra like kind of stability that you get when it comes to transactions so yeah you still see a lot of um for sale by owner um yeah, I mean, there's there's always people in every profession, again, that we, you guys see it in your line of work, I'm sure, where they're like, oh, I can do that myself. What's so hard right. about that? Well, again, managing people and dealing with all those things is, if you've not done it before, you don't have any idea when something pops up, if it's normal or not. And that's where, again, you're gaining that. You've it, seen you, a lot of them. But you see a lot of it, yeah. because I haven't like, seen like a lot of for sale by owner signs like I used to. That's why I asked that question. Well, so. part of it, I think, is too, is properties are going so quickly. So mm -hmm. you're just not seeing them. But I will say that for sale by owners are going to definitely sit longer. Um, yeah. Agents are, I mean, it's just not that you don't know, again, things aren't filled out the correct way. There's just so many. They're, they're looking just to not pay they don't want to pay the real estate. Agent. Yeah, they don't want the to. They're, they're looking to I mean, save yeah. money, but they're cutting their nose off to spite their face because sometimes that agent's going to get a bigger a bigger sum for them anyways. Cool. Back to you. Go for it. You're listening to the Dream Home Experts coming to you live from the Quiet Cool Studios. And Vanessa also made a comment. Realtors are also emotional support. Yeah. Buying the home. <laughs> That's so the I feel like therapists. they have to, yeah, they are therapists I mean, between the husband and wife, whoever's buying it, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, between the people that are buying, like the, the okay. couple that might be buying a house, they're helping in that process. They're helping bridge that gap between the sellers and the buyers. Mm -hmm. There's just so many. I mean, it's managing people a lot, and that's what Big time. so important. Ryan, welcome to the show, too, man. Appreciate you having on. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you guys have questions out there, please, now's the time to ask. You have an expert uh, lawyer here with us as well, Matt. Thank you again so much yeah. for joining us in. 
So let's talk about taxes because Illinois in general, you know what I mean? I feel <laughs> like I feel like for me it's the biggest scam in the entire world. It is. One, because I feel like every three years I have to go fight my property taxes. Nothing's changed, mm -hmm. right? I haven't done anything to my house. I haven't added an addition on. I haven't built a second story onto it. I haven't all of a sudden dug a, a, a bungalow in the backyard and decided that that's use of extra living space in some way, shape, or form. Like when you file taxes, and ours was horrid because we bought our house from the original owners mm -hmm. in the 60s. So she had that house from the beginning, yeah. and which was great because all the paperwork to the house we still had. Like literally had the blueprints for the house Fantastic. for when it was built, which That's is nice. this guy kept yeah. everything. Oh, we keep there forever, which is awesome. But they were on frozen taxes at one point, yeah, yeah. and Super we were freeze. talking through the purchase. And we're like, okay, well, what's our tax to me? She, she's like, I, I don't, I don't know what your taxes are going to end up at. Like, I have no idea because it was frozen. Now it's going to unlock. Well, they doubled it. They literally doubled our taxes from our neighbor, and I'm just like, well, wait a second. So then we went back to the mortgage company, and our, our freaking mortgage went through the roof, and we had to get the lawyer involved for a long time. Yeah. How do you protect yourself from something like that? I guess, and <laughs> why do you have to redo your zoning tax thing for for houses. yeah so i'll so yeah. i'll take it first from a real from a transactional standpoint <clears throat> when you're when you're buying a property you're buying that property with the anticipation pursuant to the contract that you're going to get a tax credit we pay our taxes one year in arrears in illinois it's 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 different than really any other state i don't know any other states that do that um as a side note the reason uh, why is just behind yeah well the reason we do that <laughs> the reason we do that is back dated back to the chicago fire so when the chicago fire happened the city of chicago basically ran the state of illinois everything politics everything was through the city so if the city did yeah. something the rest of the state followed because that was where the population was <laughs> so ultimately they said hey the government came out at that point and they said listen rebuild your infrastructure save your tax money and then essentially next year you'll pay for this past year well that just carried through and the rest of the state said yep sure that sounds great let's do it that way um because you forget after a year non-political there fair enough fair enough but um but then when it comes to the real estate transaction itself that okay, credit that you're true. getting um that credit that you're getting is ultimately at a percentage a little bit more because unfortunately we all know taxes have a tendency to go up so what ends up happening is they give you generally what normal would be is like 105% of the previous year's tax bill. They give you that credit. Well, sometimes, as you said, person could have a senior freeze, yep. senior exemption. They have those things. Well, a good real estate attorney is going to modify the contract or is going to specify that any of those exemptions that they have that are not going to stand or stay in place for the, the year that essentially their client's going to be taking it, that those need to fall off. And that credit needs to be essentially without those exemptions involved. And there's mathematical ways that, that we figure that out and we know at least an estimate of what those taxes will be. So hopefully then that means you wouldn't have to go through that problem <laughs> later on. Unfortunately, it doesn't always work out that way. Things get missed, things don't happen, and then we have post-closing problems where we have to deal with it later on. Our title company went out of business literally right mm. like right during it so that was a nightmare too yeah, yeah it was a fun it was a fun purchase i'm not gonna lie so uh, yeah good so we got another question from ted when you're buying a house and you discover that there is a problem on the purchase uh, contract well i lost my spot problem but the previous owner did not tell you how long do you have to go back on yeah, so um, so typical statute of limitations on things are two years. Um, that's a typical statute of limitations. Is not doesn't stand true for everything, but at the end of the day. Um, Generally speaking, the longer it goes, the less likely you have at a claim because there's certain ins and outs. Once you realize 
It's, is it two years from the date in which you realize that there was a problem? Because you don't always know that there's a problem. You go in there, it's honeymoon period for a house too. You're all excited. Everything's great mm-hmm. and whatnot. And then eventually you start like going, what's that? I, that doesn't seem normal. And, and whenever that point happens, so you can have two years from that point, potentially too. There's once the attorneys get involved, they're going to tell you exactly, Hey, yeah, you've waited too long. At the end of the day, as soon as you notice a problem or you notice there's an issue, you should bring it to the attention of either your attorney that helped you with your real estate transaction or bring it to somebody that is an attorney that that can help you or get you in front of somebody that can help with that situation. Because there's, I guess, a lot of depends when it comes to that uh, that question. Depends. Yeah, not the depends that will be really? in like <laughs> 20, Damn. 40 years from now, but yeah, you know. Depends the keys are wearing. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> what well, uh, brand do you, you got? Depends, right? That's yeah, what you got man. In? I shit oh, my drawers okay. all day. <laughs> No, he saves a bunch of time. What is that? That's a great commercial. I shit my pants. I shit my pants at Kmart? Yes, I'm doing shit my name. I just yeah. remember that. We have another one from Kent here. How often do you see errors on the purchase contract? A lot. And what are <laughs> the most common errors that you find on the con- those contracts? Um, I guess I wouldn't say errors where they're writing things in that are incorrect or problematic. It's more that just leaving blanks, just saying, hey, here, I got a deal together. It's got a purchase price on it, which is really the most important part. As long as we got that purchase price on there, there's most of the things we can modify during what's called the attorney review period, that attorney modification period. It's five days um, from the date in which you accept it. Um, but nonetheless, I would say the biggest things to get missed are when people are putting like, I guess this has changed a little bit, but OOR written as the seller, put the seller's name on there. There's no reason to put OOR, which people, which some agents are like, oh, the seller's or, and I'm like, no, the seller's not or, that means owner of record. And unfortunately, a lot of agents like to put that on there to make it easier. That's a good question for Lindsay, who has tuned into the show already. I hear from Lindsay, actually. Um, first, a good real estate agent should be able to do the math yeah. to figure out what the taxes are without the exemptions. Oh. And, and it's yeah. Lindsay right there, just keeping yeah. it straight. That is right. I have so much respect for that. I know what it's supposed to be, right. and that's it. I'm just supposed to help with a lawyer. Person. Well, and that's fantastic because there's so many agents <laughs> sure. that don't do that, and I don't want to knock agents that don't do that because sometimes it's fine. They want to save, but that's something that's awesome that Lindsay is able to do that because you don't know how many attorneys that can't even properly sure. do real estate taxes where I have to correct it, where I'm getting the settlement statement a day before closing, and I'm like, did this guy do it with his finger? Like, how is he How is he? calculating this it's not even close so a lot of props to Lindsay on that he was gone with his toes that's why Lindsay is selling the burbs it's true yeah makes you awesome you gotta watch her show yeah no without a doubt she keeps it it was a blast uh, on there as well do I watch lawyer shows like it (laughs) Ken Jones so another one from Kent yeah uh, so I saw, do you watch, oh, I might have skipped one, but I saw, do you watch the lawyer shows? And that's actually what got me into uh, wanting to be an attorney. I was 12 years old, there I think, watching uh, watching the, the show, The Practice. Oh, okay, so cool. Dylan McDermott, say, Cameron like, Mannheim, I'm trying to think of was cool. Yeah, yep. that was a good one. And I and I definitely, that got me sold on it. Seems like he can oh, handle nice. it, so we're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so can other question. Go for it. Sure. Do you feel it's uh, important for the lender and realtor to be present at the loan closing and may I helped if he could spell I, you know i'm not gonna you know what no. half the time i am on his show and i spell everything wrong i'm not gonna knock him i can't spell anyway so that's why i hire lawyers so. yeah. <laughs> there you go there's a little attention to those details uh, yeah i don't want to do that um, yeah so um 
Definitely. I, I they, One of those things that kind of was lost a little during COVID was the fact that the title companies started saying, hey, only interested parties, which was kind of funny because I think they're all interested. But sure. but from a standpoint of people that have to be there, it's really the attorney to explain and the buyer to sign their loan documents. But it is so nice when we have the lender there or the agent, because again, a lot of cooks in the kitchen, a lot of things that can potentially still pop up even the day before day of closing, things that it's nice to have those people right there ready to hop on that problem or, or, or just ultimately smooth out whatever the issue is. So I definitely like when my agents come to closing, whether it's helping out with taking care of the keys or the loan officer being there and saying, and saying, Hey, yes, you guys sent everything over for funding to the lender or to the the closer, the funder at the, the the lender's office. And that's where the loan officer says, hey, let me call over there right now. Let's make sure that they're on that and paying attention to my file. And it just makes things go a lot smoother, a lot quicker. So, and I know all of our clients are, are always thrilled when that happens, so. Right. Here's another good one from Ted. So um, if you are going to sell to your kids legally and from a mortgage standpoint, what would be the easiest way to get it done. Ted, you yeah. don't do business with family. Don't do it. <laughs> Instantly hire attorneys for both people. Exactly. Um, and separate lawyers too, <laughs> yes, by yeah. the way. Do not have the same lawyer. Yeah. Um, when it comes to selling to family, so there's so many things. I mean, when you're when you're dealing with a transaction that you're selling to them and you're taking a loan out, unfortunately, there's not a lot of ways to do it without it being a full-blown transaction because every lender that's lending money on it is going to want to make sure that that money that they're lending is protected. That's going to mean they're going to have to run through a title company. Anytime you run it through a title company, now there's obviously all those other procedures and policies they're going through. Now, say you're selling it to somebody selling it to the dad, selling it to their son or whatnot, and it's a cash deal. And they're just wanting to transfer title. And, and he's just accepting some money from, we can make that happen in other ways in which there's not. I'll sell a, it to you for a dollar. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's certain things that, that make people. But, but no, I mean, it's something you can do, but again, anytime you kind of get the lenders involved and not to say lenders are difficult, but obviously they're lending a serious <laughs> amount of money. So they got to make sure their interests are protected. Not Kent's really difficult. Well, you know, I'm just kidding. Kent. <laughs> Kent's super easy with a bunch of stuff that he does as well. So uh, we're going to take a quick 60 second break here and we'll be right back with you guys shortly. Hey guys, Bear here with Dream Home Experts. I just want to have a quick conversation about attic fans. Quiet Cool Attic Fans revolutionize home cooling. Attic fans keep your attic safe and your attic cool and ventilated all year long. An attic fan can save you up to 30% on your AC cooling costs just by cooling your attic space. They allow you to cool and ventilate the largest portion of your home that the AC doesn't reach. This process of cooling and ventilation of your attic allows your home to stay cooler longer because it's no longer working against your attic, which can get up to 160 degrees Fahrenheit. An attic fan not only works to keep your attic cooler, but it also helps to keep your home safe from humidity and heat damage. QuietCool offers the best line of smart attic fans, solar attic fans, and traditional attic fans, allowing you to find the best ventilation option for your home and attic. To check out more, check out quietcoolsystems.com forward slash attic fan, or you can give a call at 1-888-QUIETCOOL. Hey, <laughs> welcome back. We got a good question from our real estate um, agent, Lindsay agent, Bennett. Lindsay Bennett. Selling the Mike birds. was trying to read and type. Yeah. In the uh, trying to uh, read between time. this uh, You see camera. his brain You can always just down. ask me to read it. I'm right Go here. For it. Read it. If you, as the attorney... 
makes a mistake that is going to cost you your client money and you are through a AI? attorney review. Yeah. Okay. As well <laughs> as AI, well a robot. Yeah, right. <laughs> as well as the client has clear the clear to close. And there's really no way to, uh, around it and no possibility for your client to back out of the deal. What do would you do? Man, that sounds like a yeah. Sounds like a, that sounds like there that was sounds a, like something personally happened. That, there's a situation. <laughs> there's there. a situation. Yeah. Yeah. There's all this lingo. Lindsay, we're gonna have to talk about that in the next <laughs> yeah. show together. So go ahead. Um, absolutely. Um, yeah. So <clears throat> my client is always the most important thing to me. That's where my license. If I'm not taking care of my client, then I might as well just forfeit my license. License at some point. So wow. in that scenario, it's very hard to say, hey, I screwed up. Obviously, in this day and age, too, you don't there's not a lot of people that do that. But uh, there's something to be said about something that can somebody that can do that, too. So as much as I say um, it would be hard to do, it would definitely be the scenario where I'd have to say, listen, <clears throat> this is what happened. And again, depending on the type of money that we're talking about, if we're talking about 500 bucks, I'm probably writing a check. I'm just going to say, hey, listen, I screwed up. Here it is. This is going to make you whole. This is going to make things the way it's supposed to be. Here's your check. Um, obviously, we start getting into huge dollars. Then, again, I'm still going to probably say there's an issue here. This is what I'm bringing to your attention. We're going to have to take care of it through insurances. I don't really know how um, that necessarily would play out and and how that would get to that level where it's that huge of a, of a mistake. But, I mean, I, I've, I guess I've... I've heard of things before, but um, I like to pride myself on not making those mistakes. But again, we all know that it happens to everyone. A good mistake can happen to a good person right. uh, oh, or yeah. somebody that's planned. And so, again, I think I would just say that, yeah, I would have to come out and say, listen, I effed up. It's my fault. And uh, here's what I'm going to do to make sure the problem is rectified. And hopefully yeah. the client's happy about that. I knew there was more to that story. <laughs> Lauren, Lauren, uh, Lindsay says current current deal I'm in right now, not my attorney. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Lindsay. And we that have sucks. a really good lawyer here that if you need to get involved with that, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he'd be more than happy to take your question yeah. uh, on an exact term as well. Uh, how do they get a hold of you? Um, so yeah, one of the things that I, we, we pride ourselves on and something that I don't think a lot of, like, it's hard to get a hold of your doctor. It's hard to get a hold of your attorney on certain things. Well, I don't really like that. I like to be very available. And as much as I'm as available as possible, I give my cell phone out. I, wow. so they call my cell phone. And again, during business hours, I'm always going to make sure I'm returning that call. Same day, always. Um, obviously people call me at like, and I do get it. You get those eight <laughs> o'clock, nine o'clock on a Saturday. Never. And, uh, whether I'm, whether I'm capable to answer it at that moment or not, sometimes it's a little bit more where I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll get with this tomorrow. Um, but I am very available and I do try and make it that way because problems arise a lot of times with lack of communication. <clears throat> so if a problem arises at five o'clock on a Friday, it's going to fester <laughs> and become a bigger problem probably by Monday, most of the time. So, so we try and uh, mm -hmm. jump on that again to keep everyone in a position where they're not worried. I just so. want to throw a wicket out there real quick. Wicked! Wicked! That was a wicked Thanks, answer. Ken. Good job, bud. <laughs> Too crazy. So do you just do real estate law or do you do other law as well? Yeah. So our word 99.9% .9 real estate law. And the reason I say 0.9% is actually we're just, um, uh, we're just starting estate planning. It's oh, a, cool. it's a good avenue. I, I get so many people that ask sure. and so many people that I want to help and provide because estate planning is one of those things where it's easy to put it off till tomorrow. I can do that tomorrow. I can do that yep. next year. I can do that whenever. I mean, and we don't know what 
tomorrow entails and what it holds. So a lot of times when uh, when somebody asks me, I'm like, listen, I can refer you. But at this point, it's starting to get where now I'm able to say, hey, I'll take that on for you and I'll be able to write you up a trust, a will, something to make sure your family's taken care Sweet. of and safe. Hey, uh, welcome in, Robbie. Thanks for joining the show. Appreciate you stopping in. And thank you. Yep. New digs on there as well. Robbie did something at your house today, didn't he? Oh, oh, hey, oh, yeah. hey buddy. Hey, <laughs> buddy. Yeah, he was at my house. What do you do at your house today? Uh, I service my AC. Okay. Do my, the, my, do uh, not- my uh, condenser was... Quite it was pretty disgusting. bad. It was. Pretty, it was pretty, pretty bad. bad. I saw the photos. I was like, "Wow!" Uh, I got there when he was wow. almost done, you know, cleaning it and whatnot. And I was like, "How's it going, man?" <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> he told, told Robbie, "My furnace is working perfect, and yeah, it did not shut off Robbie's not even once." You. Yeah, yeah. Robbie serviced both these boys. Like, I'm mm. telling you, man. Robbie is Robbie is very, very good at what he does. Yeah, Robbie has the best before and afters. I I can't. He he does it pridefully, and I love getting them. But he'll text them to me because I use them in marketing all the time. And uh, he's so prideful of what he does on a daily basis. I can't uh, thank him enough for everything he does. And uh, he he makes some stuff look pretty <laughs> and function properly. Yeah. That dude definitely knows what he's doing and very much an expert in our company. So, Love to hear that. Taking oh, pride in your work, man. Yeah, Something oh, a lot of yeah. people don't necessarily do. And it's awesome uh, to hear that. Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a special one. I'm not going to lie. So can't beat the hit at all. So what do you got question there? Sorry, it's up on the oh, screen. Oh, geez. Sorry. Uh, from a realtor, lender, and attorney standpoint, what is your more? What is a more complicated transaction, generally speaking? Thanks, Ted. From a realtor, lender, and attorney standpoint, what is a more complicated transaction? Um, I guess. So you're just saying a general. I would say like a short, like a short sale transaction, probably. <clears throat> with uh, two, with a first lender and a second I need it lender. Tomorrow. I need it yesterday. Yeah, and then yeah, I need it. It's all instant, instantaneous. So any transaction where everything needs to be instantaneous, <laughs> that's that's going to be probably a difficult one. But I would definitely say a short sale with two lenders involved, maybe a maybe an IDA backing loan or or something where you're just again having to bring more people and get more people to sign off on a deal to say it's okay. That would be probably the most difficult transaction. Uh, thanks, Ted. Loves our show. Appreciate. Thanks, it, Bud. And uh, Robbie says, thanks, guy. Yeah, thanks, guy. Thanks, guy. It's Keith's favorite word to say. <laughs> guy. guy. Right. Yeah, exactly. What's exactly. up, guy? <laughs> so Works. outside of lawyer stuff, right? Yeah. So I'm sure you get thousands of questions outside oh, yeah. of all uh, with everything, right? Mm-hmm. So do you do any, have you done any? common practice law or has it just been strictly because you sound really happy for a lawyer just i'm, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. throw that out there i know, I know, I know a lot job. of lawyers <laughs> and you, usually lawyers are grumpy little guys yeah or women depending on who it is and you have a really good personality number oh, one it seems right. like you I, I mean we just met we talked yeah. to the green room got to know each other a little bit better um but any lawyer i've ever met is usually black or white there's no yeah. gray there's no personality it's the law and the law is boring <laughs> and blah 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 <laughs> Blah, blah, blah. I want some Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. You got to get some of that. Okay, yeah. cool. All right. Entertainment. So, yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> but like, if I were to do it again and go to look at it, do you have, as a home purchaser, do you have the power to hire your own attorney? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. That's exactly. And that's absolutely. So if you're if you're putting an offer in on a place and you want to hire an attorney. So again, 
all of us in the business, we, we tend to know, we start to know people, you know sure. who referrals. your group is, your referrals and mm -hmm. whatnot. And, and the best part about a transaction is when you know what to expect from your referral partners. So it's always great to have that network because then you can say to your client without, with the utmost confidence that, hey, you're taken care of. This is going to be, this is going to happen the way it should be because you know that the people you're handing that over to are going to be able to do it. But with that being said, and it happens a lot, and I'm sure Lindsay could actually speak to that a little bit yeah. too, is, is she refers who she believes, probably a couple different people and refers who she believes is going to handle it. But you've got those people that are going to say, are going to say, oh, I got my Uncle Bob. He's an attorney. I got a cover. No problem. <laughs> well, Uncle Bob, who knows what Uncle Bob does? He might yeah. be a retired attorney. He might be somebody that did criminal defense. And yeah. frankly, there's so many areas of the law and all those areas have so many intricacies and little things involved in them, which means you got to get used to practicing that area. So when you don't practice real estate law and you kind of just try and say, oh, this is easy, no problem, I'll step in. It don't work that way. It's not that easy. Mm -hmm. it, there's certain things that you just don't know. So a lot of us in the business, when we find out that somebody's got their own person that's not a real estate attorney, we all mm -hmm. go, oh God, this is going to be tough. This is going to be a problem. Yeah. Um, so yes, you can hire your own. I always suggest that you make sure it is a real estate attorney that you're hiring um, just to make sure you're doing it. The same way you get into criminal trouble, you're not going to go say, hey, listen, I got that med mail guy. He's going he's gonna to take care of me. <laughs> I got a speed dial for my, uh, for my, for my uh, ticket. Ticket lawyer for sure. My uh, was a traffic yeah. court one. Yeah. Uh, like welcome in, Lise. Appreciate it. Thanks for stopping in. She said she was on TikTok, <laughs> but she's over here now too. Ryan says Keith's a good entertainer, uh, especially with his depends on. You are not incorrect on that one as well. Uh, it's always entertaining when Keith is wearing depends um, and yes. sitting next to our guest. So which yes. is the best part. Wear them all that the time. sewer smell you smell is not, not from what he worked no. on today. Nope. <laughs> um, so, the boops. And uh, Lindsay says, oh, don't get me started on the friends and oh. family that are in the biz. I mean, we deal with that every day. I know yeah, a guy. I, I, you know, I know a guy. I know He's a guy. guy. You know? A guy. You Throw know? me a deal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, just send me an estimate and my guy will do it for half the price okay you're you gonna give me a good deal huh? he's okay good luck man let me know you get what you pay for it's true so let's talk about that end of it right so we we all have experienced in some way shape or form the wonderful home warranty oh, conversation yes so number one good idea to get a home warranty when you're purchasing a home Bad idea when you get a good cat purchase when you get in a home. All right. Hey, don't give me some lawyer. <laughs> yeah, well, or something. Ah, did you see? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. He almost did the political. I almost got him. I saw his face. I saw them glaze over. I saw it. Here's the, it. Calling it out. Yeah, here's the Keith Depends right here. Um, yeah. It's, it's so it, it, it does. I mean, it, unfortunately, it does. I mean, whether or not they're good and they actually get done what you want to get sure. done is not always, it doesn't always stand true. I mean, but if it gives that person, again, that sense of comfort, sometimes that's all that's necessary because, hey, they might not have any problems with their home over the first year or at least any problems that are worthy of saying to a, to a home warranty company, hey, I need you to come out and take a look at this and take care of it. Um, but if it gives them that comfort level, then it might be then it, then it might be worth it. <clears throat> the practicality of it and how well they work. I mean, I've heard uh, great stories of people that are like, yeah, I had my furnace. It, it wasn't functioning. It kind of petered out. And then I'm like, I'm in. Let me call the home warranty company. And they came out, took care of it, replaced it, and everything was great. I've also heard of plenty of them ones where they're like, this home warranty is but, a bull crap. It's unbelievable. I'm never using this thing. Why did it was I given this? They, they're denying everything and they're not listening to me. And they're, they've had to come out numerous times and they're giving me the runaround. So I've had that happen too. And I mean, it's, I think it's like with anything, you're going to have the good times, you're going to have the bad times, but I would say they're probably a little bit more of that, just that blankie that you're going to hold on to as a kid, as opposed to that thing that's going to fix the problem and make it. 
I've had a customer. I went to his house and he called on a Sunday, mm-hmm. and it was. I was just like, okay, that's fine. We'll go there because I just need you to change this one supply tube on the faucet. I go, okay, well, I'm going to give you a price for changing both. No, I just had that one done. Well, why didn't they change this one that was bad too? Well, that one was uh, one was leaking. It was the home warranty. I go. Yeah. Did you just move in? No, I've lived here for 10 years. I've renewed it every year. <laughs> wow. I'm like, why am I here? <laughs> yeah. Well, they can't come out. I can't get anybody out for like the next week. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Fair enough. So, yeah, that now, that now aspect that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. yeah and again, that you, you're not going to have, they're not going to be jumping to come out and fix your thing and spend money. They're, again, they're in a business, it's an insurance company. They're in a business of, of trying to make as much money as they can. And the more mm-hmm. money or the more work they have to do, the less money they're going to make, less revenue. So they're not going to be lickety split out there like you would right. get with a contractor that's trying to help a person or service. Get something service. Yeah, providing, yeah, providing right service, service. Right, right price. Service. Uh, yep. yep. So, um, do you need a, a deed to sell your house? <clears throat> no. So, um, it, not just because everything's basically become digital at this point, um, but once a deed's recorded, so when you purchase a property, that deed that you that you don't sign, but the sellers sign at at or before closing, um, ultimately goes off and gets recorded with the county in which you're purchasing in. So if it's a Cook County property, it's getting recorded in Cook County. Don't hold your breath on how long it takes for that deed to come back. <laughs> but stay on yeah. the <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to but, yeah, but, um, but nonetheless, hole. <laughs> once it comes back, you don't need it for any reason. You could block. I always tell my clients, I'm like, you can put it in, I give a binder to all my clients with kind of the important information in it. Um, Just kind of helps them. It also helps me when they need something, they call me. I don't have to say, okay, open that big packet and cycle through the thousand pages you have there. And I'll tell you when you read the title that you're looking for, I say, go to page two in your binder. It's right there. You're all set. Um, So that being said though, um, what did you, I, now I, the deed, the deed, thank you. That's all I got. The deed, the deed, um, so the deed gets recorded, comes back to you, you can blow your nose into it and throw it out if you want. You don't need it for any reason. You got a copy of it. That's all you need. And when you go to sell, you're not going to need any of those documents that you had when you purchased. You could bury them in the backyard, never find them again. You're good to go. You know why? Why are we killing so many trees then? Why? Like, why is there so many? Yeah, the real estate market is, yeah, that's what they, why? Yeah, well, so we always make the joke. We always make the joke. You can't handle the (laughs) truth. The new, there's a new loan application, our newer loan application. It's in there, and we always say that whoever said this is the loan application we're using now, uh, it has to have had an interest in a paper company because it went from like four or five pages to like 12 pages. Um, and, and they print them all out and it gets printed. I like so many things get printed so many times. It's unbelievable how much, how many trees are, are going we're down killing. as a result of real estate transactions. So Part of the reason why we still have the, where you can't just DocuSign and point and click. One of the reasons is um, in order to foreclose on somebody, you need the promissory note that gets signed. It needs to be wet signed. In order for a judge to be able to say yes we can issue foreclosure wet proceedings wet sign just but as long as they have that it's fine so they're inching their way towards towards becoming more and more paperless but it's funny because while they're inching their way there they're adding more and more papers to loan packages <laughs> We say again, there's certain things in the in the loan packages or just in general that haven't been a thing since the 80s. Illinois time deposit accounts 
um, interest-bearing accounts and stuff. They really don't do that at all. They haven't done it since the 80s when interest rates were high, but it's still in there. It's still something you well, sign. It might be soon. Say, I'm not taking <laughs> it. They yeah. need it soon. Yeah, we're getting there, yeah. So, <laughs> but, real estate agents hiking up interest rates. <laughs> Just, <laughs> kidding, Just kidding, there. Just kidding, Yeah, Kent's going to jump on there. <laughs> Easy there, uh, I just like for me, like we 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 live in a digital age. Like our company is digital. Like it's so crazy to me the amount of time wasted on these kind of processes. Like at the end of the day, what's gonna happen? You're gonna foreclose on your house because you're not paying your mortgage. That's a record that's a bank. So it's not, you know what I mean? It's not like you the laws just haven't some of the laws haven't caught up with the technology because we know how long it takes for laws to be passed and things to happen. So unfortunately that leads to then we're kind of like in the, I don't want to say stone age, but we're just behind really the times. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it needs, it does need to get there and I think it will get there. Um, they're waiting again, people need to figure out ways to make money of all, off of all of this, off of, of course, off of making it all digital and stuff. So I think that it will get there. I just don't know. I mean, how quickly <laughs> it's, it's not, we, the law, the wheels are the, uh, what is it? Wheels of justice move at a real snail's yep. pace. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> All done on purpose. So I got this one question. Is this a scam? Why is the FBI calling me? (laughs) Do I really have to pay $87 for a certified copy of my deed? Is this really from my lender? Yeah. You get that a lot? A lot. So the the new one, or not newer, but uh, either way, the, the one that I've been getting, I get my clients will call me and they'll be like, listen, they're, and they're, they're some of them are freaking out. Scared. And I get it. And it, I get it. It's never like certain situations when you're not used to it. I FBI calls me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So they do that where they say, hey, listen, um, I got a call and I had a client that called me probably about a month ago that said, I got a call from the FBI. Um, apparently I committed loan fraud by signing those documents. I don't know what I did. Oh they're telling God. me that I did this on the day. They knew my closing date. So Illinois and in real estate in general is a matter of public, a matter of public record. These mm-hmm. sort of transactions, a lot of people know about it. So you get the good people to come out and they're advertising for their business. They're sending you mailers, giving you calls, whatever it is. But you're also going to get those people that are scamming you, that are trying to get something. So you get those people that call and they say, hey, I'm the FBI. You committed loan fraud on the day in which I knew you closed. So they say that. They do all these things to make them person feel like, hey, this is the FBI. And then they say, listen, it could get out of control, but we're going to have you, all you have to do is come to this address. You're going to drop off cashier's certified check for this amount. We're going to make everything else go away. You're good. It's just a small fine. You're fine. And so clients will call you and I, the client call me is like the FBI is there. And I'm like, it's not the FBI. I was like, you get that call, you hang up. It's not the FBI. It's a scam. And they're like, well, how will I know if it's the FBI? And I always say, I go, this is how you'll know. Your face will be down on the pavement. Your hands yes. will be behind your back. That's when the they FBI. They'll break they're the damn door down. They don't give you a friendly reminder. That's what they're going to do. We're, we're giving you a heads up that we're going to come arrest it's you. It's like the IRS. And the IRS. It's like the IRS calling you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that one once time I, f- I freaked out i called my dad i was like dude the irs called hey, me. he's laughing at me. <laughs> he's like he's like man they ain't gonna call you they're gonna send you a letter or stop your bank accounts oh, yeah. oh my god and i don't know in terms of also something from your lender if it's from your lender because a lot of mailers get sent out and because yeah. they know that somebody's gonna open up something from their lender mm-hmm. they have the ability to write on there the name of the lender some some scams or, or not scams or people selling life insurance policies really is what a lot of them are is they write on there they don't even they they're so lazy they just put from your lender um so some of them put the actual lender's name on there but i always tell my clients the only way you know it's from your lender or the, not the only way but the way you know it's from your lender is it's got the name on there and it's got the logo the government doesn't allow those people to put 
the logo on there. So they can only put the name on there, which is fine. And that's the way to kind of know, hey, this is some somebody else that's trying to sell me something. But that's why you have a lawyer, right? Yep. So you you call your lawyer to verify, yep. you send them the documentation that came in or whatever happened so that they protect you. So mm -hmm. that's why you want to hire a lawyer so you have somebody to go to with that as well. What does uh, Kent have to say here? Because I'm dying to... Just saying that 5% <laughs> yeah. to 6% is. is still a great rate. I disagree. Hell... <laughs> Most people have tens of thousands of dollars in credit card debt at 19% plus, agreed. We have just moved out of historical low rates that were ridiculous. Yeah. Yes. And they, <laughs> yes. It can't last forever. I'll say that. Yeah. And it should be that way. I mean, it should be the whole time. Why do, I, why do I have to pay interest to the bank? Because they're loaning because they're you the loaning money. money. No, I don't have to keep paying you more money. <laughs> you can't. Like 1%. It's a juice, juice worth percent. squeeze. 1%. Yeah. No, what's then 1%? Then there wouldn't be any lending no. companies they have, they have overhead, too. Oh, this is going to this rabbit hole. But, it's, rabbit hole. Super but nonetheless, rabbit hole. that is so true, Ken, and people don't look at that way. A lot of people get so fixated on, oh, it's 5.15, 5.25. They're so fixated on that. Well, you have the ability to refinance on the road. So, hey, sure. you lock in at 5.1, and yep. hey, the interest rates go down. Great. Refinance. Yeah. Um, my first house was 7.25. Like, by, by the the way if you actually do the math on like what the difference is monthly payment wise it's really not that big of a deal if you think about it well, and, and, and you refinance so yes. kind of sticking up for you buddy i'm, I'm, just no, I'm with you, you bro. i'm with you too kent though i think that that's something that people uh, unfortunately get so focused on that uh that makes them feel like they shouldn't move forward and i think that's uh not a good song not a good thought do you do commercial? Yeah, we do. We do, yeah, we do a little. We do a little commercial real estate, also uh, buying and selling buildings. A little, uh, a little, uh, also a little uh, business sales. Typically speaking, we stick Roast. to the real estate, but uh, but yeah, we do do a little bit of uh, business. When sales when you do a business transaction. <laughs> When what do you dig into the property? What happened there? Anything like that? Like, do you do like due diligence for the customer like that? Or you're just looking over contract and like, what, what are you looking Yeah, so for? I'm looking at with commercial stuff, it, it depends on what it is that's being bought and stuff and what it, what the contract is. If it's just your standard commercial real estate contract, there's certain due diligence portions in that contract also that essentially they have to follow, whether it's, um, I, I'm trying to think of even what. So what I, I'm at, I'm looking for if say it was an old gas station mm -hmm. and oh, there yeah. was gas tanks and yep. there was an EPA Dunkle. issue yep. and is that something you would be should be yeah. looking for and finding for the client or is that something the client should be digging? Uh, a little bit, a little. It's going to be a little bit of both because again, if somebody's buying it for the purpose of hey, I'm putting another gas station on there, it's not necessarily something that I I need to know what they're processes they don't always fill that most clients we try and say hey you need to tell your attorney everything because right. there's things that we don't know it's going to be an issue until until we find out that hey it's something that you're looking to do so for instance the gas your person purchasing a gas station yeah if they're planning on turning this into something else there's so many things that they have to do to make sure that hey one we're properly sealing those properly basically making sure that that's not going to be an issue with whatever they're planning to put on it as opposed to the gas station. Right. Um, yeah. the, the, the one occasion that I was thinking that it was a gas station, it would turn into something else. It was just gravel. And like, then they got, yep. they, they got, well, they were looking to purchase it and then found out there was an EPA issue on the property and they had a real estate attorney and he didn't look at it, didn't even find that. Yeah. And then they did, they found out from the neighbor, like, hey, did they clean up that EPA issue here? And like, my, they're like, uh. 
Yeah, without knocking real estate attorneys or like the specific ones, there's certain That's things. That's why I'm not bringing yeah, them up, their no, name up. Yeah. So I just. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> things that need to, you need to have those conversations. And again, well, like I said before, your clients don't tell you everything. You need right. to know what questions to ask to have those right solutions played out. And whether it's during the transaction or so that they know what to expect post-closing and what they have to do to make sure that, hey, everything's fine moving forward. But due diligence and everything. 100% because Illinois is a table closing state, whether it's on the commercial side or the residential side, meaning you close, there's called the doctrine of merger. What basically that means is everything merges into that deed or merges into that sale or that transaction. And when we sit down at the table, sign everything and roll out, there's only a couple things that extend past that point. So you need to make sure that everything that you want to make sure happens, happens during that transaction. Because post-closing, unfortunately, you can't. It's not like you're, and I did have a client that called me about a week and a half after a transaction, not a commercial one, but a residential one. And he goes, he goes, ah, yeah, I don't want to purchase the property anymore. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, okay, you got another transaction with us? And he goes, and he goes, uh, no. I was like, well, okay, what, what is it then? He goes, the, the, the one from last week? I go, the one where we sat down and you closed on it? And he goes, yeah. And I go, well, it's already purchased. You own it. And he goes, well, I've got all the paperwork. And I was like, well, this isn't an item at Target. I mean, it's, not, it's not how it works. Like, you got it. Like, you own it. He goes, well, what do I do? And I go, sell you it. Sell it. So, he was to say the agent was thrilled because yeah. he went ahead and sold it. But Double commission yeah, on that one right there. We're so, again, everything needs to happen during that transaction. If somebody's not sure about it or you're, or you're worried about something, mm -hmm. bring it up talk about it with your attorney. Say, hey, is this an issue? Should I be paying attention to this? Why are you not paying attention to right. this? So. so I have a question about public record stuff as well. Say you're a famous person and you mm -hmm. want to move to Illinois, but you don't want the Works world to know Illinois. your yeah. information, yeah, know your, because and number one, I hate that because I swear to God, like whenever you give somebody your address, the first thing they do is go look up your house. Yeah. Like how much did you pay for it? What's your, Everything. you know, and I, I can't stand it. Yeah. It drives me nuts. Is there a way to hide all that information? Because I got my house hidden now, which is great on Google. So you can't even see my house, which is awesome. But I really do not want people. I don't what are you worried stay about? the hell. Stay out of my business. What, yeah. my what, business. what are you worried Piss about? Off. I'm just saying, well, dude, I'm just a private person when it comes to stuff. You make true. You make big moves in the quietness of the back of the world. You don't have to announce like, what you're doing. I'm with you from a standpoint of it. staying like focus on. I'm, I'm always like, there's a lot of things in my life that I can better myself. Why am I going to focus on what you paid for? your yes. property when I can, you know what, maybe hell learn another language. I mean, all these it sorts of things so you can do. To, yeah. So I agree with you, but, um, yeah, the internet has there's made no it, way to hide. No, it. there. And I don't want to say there's no way because okay. land trusts. So you can purchase a property through what's called a land trust, and mm -hmm. then Chicago Title or other title companies uh, do offer the ability to purchase it through a land trust. And what it is is a basically it's a deed that's held in trust by a title company, with the beneficiary being whoever that individual is. Well, the only person that can figure out who that beneficiary is is somebody through that title company. So there's leaks and things that get out all over the place. And, and unfortunately, again, in a digital era where people are paying attention to so many things, I feel like they've become on your business. Yeah. They become so a stupid. lot less valuable sure. is what they used to be. Um, but it is a way you can also purchase in a trust. You can purchase in an LLC and have the LLC name, something that obviously wouldn't give it away. And in addition to that, people will might even dig deeper and say, Hey, this LLC, let's see who the registered members are. And some people that start their own LLCs, if you don't have a registered member, that's an attorney or somebody else, <laughs> then you can figure out who it is through that way. So there's ways to dig. If somebody really wants to find their problem, 
probably going to find it. They're going to find that dirt. But we want to make it as difficult it's not as dirt, possible. Though, but at the yeah, same they will find anything. Say that's just so I mean, nosy. <laughs> just stay out of my business. Like, really? Hey, I swear to God, the first thing people ask me when you're like, "Oh, you, where did you buy your house? Oh, how much did you pay for your house?" Ah. Yeah. Uh, what does it matter? Like, it really doesn't matter. Why are you asking about my money? Like, yeah. piss off. How's it going to affect your I, life? Exactly. Like, yeah. We're just like, I don't know. That's all. Ken says, so, yeah, Lindsay, Lindsay, I, I, I will tell you this story another time. Uh, the full story behind why I asked you to do commercial questions. Yeah, so. have her on the show now after this because she's probably got 5,000 things. Oh, absolutely. We'd love so. to have you back, Lindsay. Oh, let us know. Yes. Ken says, great show. Uh, yeah, thank great you, stuff. experts. Uh, thank you for your input tonight, Counselor. He made yeah. a couple Your Honor and Counselor jokes Ooh. out there as well, too. I'll I have, have a 580 credit score, according to Kent Jones. I mean, I don't <laughs> Again, <laughs> internet's all out there, Keith. I don't know, yeah, right? <laughs> it's freaking messed up, dude. Put her, so. She put her on the schedule. Uh, yeah, there you go. See, she's already said that. Lindsay, you just got to get a hold of Mike or Keith yep. and just add to the schedule. It's that simple. You know how it works. So. I mean, um, all right. That. Yeah. We so have, yeah, we have more time. For, oh, we're we're all set. Okay, we're all yeah, we're done. Good. Yep, that's, that's all right. We're done. Yeah. It always goes by so freaking fast. I know. If I'm, if I'm welcome back, I'll be back oh whenever you guys want. Yes, you're yes, more than yeah. welcome. You're yeah. the most unboring lawyer I've ever. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> so, I'll take it. I'll take I, it. I literally <laughs> talked to Mike. I was like, man, I hope this is not like one of those lawyer guys that like uh, I'm gonna uh, pass out. No, I do. You're freaking. You're more than welcome to come on the show anytime. Awesome, awesome information. Thank you. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, wherever you guys uh, check us out on. Have a good one. See you in two weeks. You're listening to The Dream Home Experts, brought to you by 216thenet, an internet radio station. Visit thedreamhomeexperts.com to find us on your preferred listening platform. We are proudly sponsored by... Michael, leader of residential ventilation. Michael has been one of the fastest growing companies in the United States for the past seven years. Thanks to our extensive expertise in the residential ventilation world, we have the ultimate lineup of residential fans, including whole house fans, smart attic fans, solar attic fans, and garage fans. April Air. April Air's whole home products help you improve your home's indoor air quality. Visit www.aprilair.com to find out more. Lindsay Bennett with Baird & Warner. Lindsay Bennett aspires to help her clients reach their real estate goals. She is ranked five-star agent across Google, Zillow, and Realtor.com. Visit her website, lindsaybennett.barrettwarner.com. Gold Shield Services, for all your heating, cooling, electrical needs, projects, and dreams, like Gold Shield, put your mind at ease. You can reach them at 847-376-8094. For all of our sponsors, you can visit the website www.thedreamhomeexperts.com. The content of this show is for educational and informational purposes only and is a generalization common DIY projects. Each home project may encounter unforeseen issues with specific circumstances that may not be covered in discussion of this program. This program makes no representations as to the completeness of the information and expressly disclaims any implied warranties as to the fitness of the information to any particular purpose. Before starting any projects, it is recommended the homeowner research the skills and proper materials necessary as well as any and all local requirements for permits. If there is any doubt, it is advised that a licensed contractor be consulted prior to commencing your particular project.